Swami fantastic. Nobody gave this kind of interpretation as of now. Then Swami, how about uh, certain things being branded good, certain things being branded bad? I don't know. People say this is bad, that is good. What is it? What is good at one time is bad later. What is bad now is good later. What am I to do? Good and bad are relative. Good and bad are relative. You cannot say that is totally bad, this is totally good. Who am I to say that? Then Swami says, there is nothing like good and bad. Why? Good and bad are the factors that are decided, that are judged by the mind. It is the mind that decides. It is the mind that distinguishes. It is the mind that differentiates. It is the mind that divides the good and the bad. But spirituality is beyond the mind. Spirituality is beyond the mind, above the mind, transcends the mind. It is transcendental. At that stage there is nothing like good and bad. So Swami, can we have a free life now? There is nothing like good and bad now. So we can have free jolly life? No. Why? Because you have not crossed your mind. You have not gone beyond the mind. Your mind is full of desires. Enough for ten lives to come. And you are so egoistic because of your mind. You are so proud because of your mind. You are so possessive because of mind. You are so attached because of your mind. The lust. Love, greed, anger, ego, these are all the qualities of the mind. So, you operate at the level of the mind. When you operate at the level of the mind, so long you live, transact with the mind, you have got good and bad. You must follow. When you transcend it, this does not apply. How Swami? Yes, Jesus Christ who spoke to good people and sinners also. Sinners. So to Jesus Christ there is nothing like a saint and a sinner. Both are same. Because he has gone beyond the state of the mind. So that's what the example Bhagavan has said. Further, Swami said, all right, Whatever may be the vibration, whatever may be the inner voice, I want you all to remember one point, that's what Baba said. What is that point, Swami? Always remember, that which hurts you will hurt anybody. That which makes you happy will make everybody equally happy. So to consider that which is painful, I must know that it is equally painful to everybody. That which gives me pleasure and bliss will make anybody blissful and happy. Therefore, 
do unto others as you would like to be done by therefore i should treat others in the same way as i would like to be treated with that that day session concluded which happens to be the 11th of august now this conversation refers to the 12th of august 12th of august this year what happened was swami came that evening sat on the chair and started inquiring how are you how are you and then suddenly swami looked at a boy and said how is your mother how is your mother the boy said swami she is undergoing treatment baba immediately remarked that treatment is not correct treatment given to your mother is not correct she is suffering from kidney problem which is not diagnosed by doctors i'll give you vibhuti prasadam now send her and that's also problem my friends this is a miracle which i wanted to share with you which is recorded here because of the omniscience of our bhagwan though the boy never said that his mother is sick the boy did not uh, take his seat in the front row he was far behind swami looks at come here how is your mother he says that that is all knowing god where in the company of all knowing all powerful god further baba said take this emoji it will be cure what does it mean he knows the cause and the cure he knows the diagnosis and the treatment that's why you could tell the boy the treatment is wrong the treatment that is the boy's mother was undergoing at the time was not right he could say that therefore this is a revelation to everybody then there are few boys sitting in the front row belonging to the music college are boys start singing and the boys started uh, <coughs> started singing shruti shruti evanal meru english learner shruti s r u t h i shruti you know that one has to adjust to the voice and all the shruti any instrument that you play must be in accordance to our tone right shruti s r u t h i before the boy started singing he said the exact meter and asked that fellow who plays an harmonium that is his wavelength that is wavelength of his voice come on adjust to that the boy was surprised he didn't start singing bhagwan told the fellows adjust this is his tone adjust to that bhagwan is the singer within every one of us bhagwan is the song of life bhagwan is the voice of everyone and so he could say that that's a point which really made me very much surprised at it
This had happened on 13th of August 2003. He asked the music boys to sing. They were singing. And among the four of them, he asked one boy to come close to him. And he said, your voice is not proper. You are suffering from cough. Is it not? Yes, so Swami. Cough, Swami, problem. I say, don't worry. By the wave of his hand, wave of his hand, Bhagavan materialized tablets. Tablets I saw there. All of us, not only me, few hundreds of boys saw there on the dais. Take these tablets for two days, thrice a day. You will be free from all the problems of the world. Third day, that voice, voice, not only got a total cure, but the voice improved, metallic voice. So Swami's curative measure is not simply cure, improvement over the past. Because he is a divine doctor himself. That's what we have seen. And uh, this refers to the 5th of August. Of course, as per the date-wise, I should have said it earlier, but the content is important. While Swami coming along the veranda, before occupying his chair, he looked at me and said, Why did you speak loudly there? He said, Loudly. Why? Swami, where Swami? In the lecture this morning. But what a loud voice it is. Do you think all the people are deaf? Why do you shout like that? That was it. Then I said, Swami, I know my weakness. I am trying to bring down my voice all these years unsuccessfully. But before it was very horrible. Now I think it is sufficiently moderate. No, no, no. It's still louder. That's what Bhagavan said. And then, this is a kind, but that made me happy because Swami said, why are you looking like I said, Swami, my voice may be loud and disturbing. I'm happy that you heard my talk. <laughs> you heard my talk. Therefore, that made you comment. I'm quite happy about it. And then, Swami started speaking of this again, again. All right, you spoke on the unity of religions. I understand. What is the religion? Do you know that? Swami, religion is a path to reach God. He said, you are wrong. You are wrong. So, Swami, what is religion now? Religion is love. Religion is love. Oh, I see. Oh. Then Bhagavan said, Swami, is religion love? Yes. To realize that love is a religion, religion is also called realization. Religion is realization. What have you to realize? That religion is love. The realization that love is the religion is the religion. That's what you should have said to those teachers, what Bhagavan has said. Swami, 
all right religion of love then why so many religions so many religions are there islam hinduism and all that so there is only one religion of love then why so many then baba said if you stop arguing you will experience unity <laughs> the unity of religion can be experienced by stopping argumentation that is the only way that what bhagwan has said and then swami another question then why different interpretations catholics protestants hindu shaivites vaishnavites why so many interpretations swami said it is only for arguments it is only for arguments so long you go by the interpretations so long you go by these narrow paths you can never experience unity that's what bhagwan has said swami one doubt i have what is it bhagwan people say that buddhism is atheistic buddhism is atheistic that buddhists do not believe in god am i right swami said no no what buddha, buddha says is this you get message through these senses you get the message of the scenario through your eyes you get the message of sounds through your ears so you get messages from the outer world through these senses is it not right therefore buddha says here only see what is good samyak drushti s a m y a k samyak drushti d r u s h t i samyak drushti good vision so let the eyes be windows so that all good will be taken in and what all that you hear hear what is good samyak s a m y a k shravanam s r a v a n a m samyak shravanam good listening so what buddhism tells you is to draw the best out of this world through these senses not that they are non believers don't say that they are atheists no that's what bhagwan has said commenting on the buddhism and then here it is also of a interesting point here actually speaking we'll be very much surprised while listening to swami from time to time because we'll be under the impression that we know things but as we hear him we will know that we do not know yes we will know that we do not know till then we think that we know so my friends it is absolutely necessary to hear swami so that we know what it is then i would like to draw your attention about the time sir okay i would like to draw your attention to certain other important points also that he said yes 
Now, Swami, history says that Adi Shankara contradicted, condemned Buddhism. Is that right? Those of you, the students of comparative religions, those of you who are interested in these religions must have come to know and would definitely agree with me that what Adi Shankara says is just to the opposite of what Buddha said. And some of us are also under the impression that Shankaracharya condemned outright the Buddhism. That is the question I have put. Swami said, no. He has not condemned him. He has not contradicted him. Swami, do you think, do you mean to say that he supported him? No. I never said it. So Swami, what, what do you say now? Baba says, he could integrate, he could integrate the Hinduism and the Buddhism. It is a question of integration, it is not a question of contradiction. Adi Shankara could, you, could take the spirit of Buddha. Buddha is better explained now. So it is a question of integration, it is not a question of contradiction. That is what Bhagavan has said. And so, look here, this, the point is this. We will never find Bhagavan condemning any religion. We will never find Bhagavan denying any religion. We will never find Bhagavan speaking low of any religion. On the other hand, he will take them to heights, to exalted heights. That is something great. 